This just in, the BBC News, the entire royal family has called Meghan Markle a nigger. <laughs> Fresh off the presses, that's what she said. She said, get that black ass baby up out of here. I don't want her black ass in, in here either. The, the Prince Archie, no longer a prince because he's got some black blood in him. And Oprah has science fiction glasses. See, see, what we have here is a is an example of the British crown taking their power and completely turning it on top of its head. You have Meghan over here, right? She's married. She's married. Oh, what did she do? She married into the Brits. She married into the crown. She didn't want any of the smoke, right? But then they forget about Queen Elizabeth. She was black. One of the Elizabeths. It's a later Elizabeth. But there was a black Wait, queen. Patrick? No, no, there was a black queen of England. I'll look her up real quick. Stop. Really? Bridgerton's real? Bridgerton's real. The name of the people, that? all that was like, they was putting in historical, Sandra Rhymes, come on now. She was putting in historical, historical references. You're now listening to the Popper Sons Podcast. I am Brandon Newman. That's my brother, Lance Newman, on the mic. Did you actually see that? Boy, which interview? The Oprah one? Yes. Yeah. You watched it? Uh, no. <laughs> Charlotte. <laughs> just that I know that after you say one yes, it just tells me I'm going to ask you again. The second time, as long as it's true. So, yes, we want to. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> you know, I was like this. I don't know if you're gonna make the smooth of the podcast, but yes, <laughs> I watched. No, I watched. I watched the All Star Game was on, so some people might be watching that. I watched it on repeat because of Hulu. Um, but Michelle like turned it on as if it was like event programming. I really know, and I really don't care about the royal family. I know when Kate Middleton got married, we were it was like oh nine oh eight. I was still like thinking about Obama. Like I didn't give a fuck about what was going on with that. So. I just in Meghan Markle, yeah, woman of mixed race, a black woman mother. Come on, I'm in. I'm in. I'm, yeah. I'm paying attention. Yeah. It's Prince Harry. He's the fun one. He, he like he's he's dating that he's dating an actress. She was a dealer in a bill girl, and she was on Suits. And oh, now she's now she's of the royal family. We watched. I was falling asleep a little bit, but mom's been coming over, mm. and she watched it the first time, so I got a chance to really watch it. Bombshells. Like some like I'm in on the British shit. It's yeah. it's it's crazy, and I don't. But, but, I'm not in on it because that they're racist, but I do think that is an example of people at the top institutionally who have power putting things in place that can make it bad for black or brown people. Uh, like I don't know the first black royal family member not being allowed to be a prince, even though he's like 15th down the line. Boy, uh, what, what, what about the fact that? You have a pedophile in the in the royal family. Prince Andrew is worse than Woody oh, Allen. Yeah. He's a uh, the, the Epstein cat, the Epstein fellow. Yeah. Right? He's, he's one of his he's one of his friends. Prince, but, but you have that, right? And you also have. Okay, keep going. What did you want to say? Prince William has come out and said that his family is very much not racist. And the picture that Twitter decided to put with that was Kate Middleton, Prince William, and literally a black aide that works with them. Like uh, a braided up, twisted black woman with a mask and looking at the camera like, oh shit, they caught me. Like, it's, it, it's the British Empire. What, what are we talking about here? 
Are we talking about, you know, are we talking about light colonialism, light, are we talking about light colonialism, light imperialism, or are we talking about full-on, right, British rule? Like, when we talk about European and Western ideology and all the evils of Western I'm culture, with you. you know, I'm we're talking about that's the belly of the beast. We like to tell, we like to say that we're the belly of the beast, that in America. And it was, it was the, uh, somebody was saying, like, uh, like Twitter saying, Pete Lee, this comedian I follow, was talking about how it's like, Oh, everyone's freaking out that the royal family is corrupt and bad. Our, meanwhile, our forefathers were like, uh, yeah, right. uh, that's why we came over here and killed all those Indians. But I think it's beautiful, bro. Native Americans, Native Americans, I apologize. I'm learning, I'm learning. They're finally, they're finally getting exposed. Yeah. Right? That, that's what it's all about. It's about all types of Western white supremacists being exposed. Yes. To Good segue to hear about Myers Leonard. Oh no! But if we change the segue, I can stop using the British accent. Oh, I, I was I liked it. I, I, you're better at it than me. I was I was enjoying the content. Uh, Myers Leonard, he's a power forward for the Miami Heat. Mm. Big white dude, Westford. Uh, play is from Virginia. Um, you may remember him in the NBA Finals in the bubble when the Heat was in the finals, while everyone was kneeling. He was standing with his big self. Uh, he was the only one standing. From both teams of the NBA Finals, every national anthem, he was the only one standing. Right. So tell about, tell about, tell about, because I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. Let's we'll say the name one more time. Myers Leonard. And this brother was the only person. White, white dude. White right. brother. This. Not a brother, but go ahead. Right. This person was um, standing during the flag, and everybody else was kneeling. Yes. And the black players. I looked at it white players too. Yes, everyone's kneeling but this white person. Okay. This one guy. And his black uh, teammates were like grabbing his knee, like in solidarity. It was very weird. But um, it all, that felt weird. And he said it was like his principles, whatever. I, it just it felt weird the entire time, anyways. But <laughs> then, my principles are standing strong while black people are kneeling under me. Right. That's what it looked like, that's, too. That's, that's, what it, that's what it was. Like coaches and everybody was on their knee. It, it, yeah. So, anyways, this guy, we talk about karma. karma and you know things coming full circle. He was streaming on Twitch, playing a video game, Call of Duty, and was screaming at someone and said, uh, "Effing K I K E B I T C H." Mm-hmm. Like F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super racist words. Go ahead. You know the the, the middle one is yes. the super racist. Yeah, one. yeah, I know. Anti-Semitic. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anti-Semitic. Yeah. <laughs> he, claims, he claims bad against Jewish people. I don't know if you guys are following. He, the, the Jewish N word, let's call it that. Um, he claims he didn't know what it, what it meant. He just thought it was derogatory and like apologized. Stop it. NBA stepped in. He's been fined $50,000, which is, I think, is max for I, that's it. His black, I don't want to say black Twitter, it's Twitter's response and NBA Twitter's. But I think it's the most he can get. I don't know, but there always seems to be like some made up rules for when a white person does yeah, something bad. Um, and then he's suspended from uh, being in the heat facility for a week because he said a Jewish slur and he put it a, an apology, like basically wrote an apology in the notes app and screenshotted it and posted it. And it was weak. It was, it was like, I didn't know my band. I'm trying to get better. Like he has to go to diversity training and shit now for the NBA. But like for that guy who was standing up the national anthem to now have <laughs> said something that was like anti like like 
just he's he is who he is. Like there's a there's a meme somebody posted of like an aggressive big white dude like trying to uh, trying to intimidate a Middle Eastern person on a plane, and he's walking up to him. Like, I just want to shake his hand. I just want to shake his hand. Oh like my grandfather. <laughs> and he said, "This is oh Miles Winter." Uh, try meeting Hitler and Hale. <laughs> 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 Hitler and Hale. It's like, I just want to shake his hand. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. Imagine you stand up for your principles, and a week later you have to go through diversity training. Like apparently your principles aren't that diverse. Exactly. But apparently, exactly. You need to but it's that. it's a completely double stand. I think Kobe got fined like a hundred thousand dollars when he. Had a gay slur to a ref. Uh, he said that word, but he was like trying to piss him off. So I don't think it was wrong. Uh, but another, I think another player said something and was fine, much heftier than that. Like that's not even a slap on the wrist for an NBA player. Fifty thousand um, dollars. But I just want to, I just want to put that out there because that definitely was in the news. Right, Jewish. I bet it. I bet Adam Silver is the commissioner of the NBA. Oh. I don't know. He looks like a, a finger. Like specifically looks like a pointer finger. Um, but how you doing, brother? I mean, we, we jump straight to the topics because, you know, we got after it, but uh, how you doing? Y'all, it is um, February. It's not February anymore, it's now March. And uh, I don't know what's, y'all, I, today was a weird ass day. I'm glad that we had the podcast today, I was like, Brandon was like, you know, I got a few topics for the podcast, and I was like, I just had a fucking crazy day, so. Right, <laughs> those are going to be my topics, my topics yeah. and I'm here for it. Read, yeah. read, the, read the tweet, read the tweet from at, from three, I believe three o'clock, all these things that happened to Lance today by three o'clock, and the, the day had not even ended. I mean, they still had yet to end. I mean, it, it, the caveat is really nice, I think, that um, to end the day, like I started today is kind of special in some oh, way. Wow. But um, I said today has been a downright adventure. I woke up to a flat tire. I changed it, uh, put on a spare tire that also went flat. I fixed both of those. Then I went to the Louisville Ballet and rehearse. Um, their show will be coming out soon. Then I picked up some prints for my artwork. I answered seven emails and I got Panera Bread. I'm a bad bitch. I was most impressed by the seven emails, honestly. Like, <laughs> if I have to do that in a day, seven, <laughs> respond, not even read. No, if I had to read respond. seven emails in a day, read it was a full day. Yeah. It was a work day. Come on. And you did a lot of other stuff other than that. So, a lot of stuff. And, and I, and I yeah. dropped both of you and said, uh, and we bought so and we podcast tonight. And, and then, so y'all drove out to Brandon's house for the podcast and heard my tire pissing. Pissing um, and hissing. Hissing, yes, hissing and pissing. It was like the rain had it's raining here. Um rain. had just exposed the flaw in whatever patch work I got for my tire. Now usually I just get new tires. Well, like, I didn't even think I well, should have just got well, we talked about this before on this podcast. You get what you pay for. Tell them how much how much the getting your tire fixes point cost. Uh, it was ten bucks to plug the hole. Ten bucks, and I, I was just so confused. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, great! 
it's a it's the answer to my prayers. Like ten right, 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 right. I gave him a ten dollar tip, Brandon. I, I, of course I, you would, because you were coming in expecting to spend at least fifty. It's at least fifty. Yes, I just knew he was like, "Oh yeah, this shit is shredded. I need to get you This version for this version of my life is like when I order something and it's not as expensive as it should be. Like I'm at a fast food restaurant. I was like, "Wait a minute, do you have this taco as well?" Like I feel like left off. The black bean chalupa, because it should be roughly around thirty dollars. <laughs> but that's what I mean. It's in it. Are you eating black bean chalupas? Absolutely. I don't eat meat. I don't. Why well, don't eat meat? I haven't eaten meat at Taco Bell um, in some time. Good. You some, I don't think some you this stuff. Yeah, I mean it's. When I say some time, I mean like eight years. Mm. Maybe some chicken shred does. Sprinkled in there. I was gonna say shredded. Those cheese, or the, those cheese, that cheese. Um, but okay, so you you bring real life uh, occurrences and, and things that happen uh, to this podcast. I posted episode eighteen up on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. Black Brandon okay. on on YouTube. Search it and it pop up. Um, I think just to play with the algorithm is Golden Globes, Poker Night, uh, Norman Little Poker Night, and. Uh, something at the end that we was talking about. But anyways, I say that to say I loved the look of filming in that room in your house. Like you, it's one, it's an art art house, our art room in Lance's house, and that aesthetic can't be um, duplicated. And we don't have a traditional art standard recording time or studio as you guys can, or uploading time as you guys listening probably uh, recognized by now we, we, we've been off uh, we're getting jostled back into place now but I just want to mention to you that your space looks beautiful in a way that like maybe I like it because it's like it just it feels reflective of like the Louisville that I know it was like maybe it was like yeah, it feels like more homey obviously we're doing this front of green screen we're it does look nice it does it's, yeah, it's like, yeah. a, like a tiny desk Mm-hmm. Podcast. Episode eighteen, y'all. Um, <laughs> episode eighteen. Um, yeah. Like that's a that, that's a yeah. nice space. Okay. So I want to try to make you push your beat, and also like right now, our time. This is why we're jostled trying to figure things out. Uh, our schedules don't match up very well. Uh, it's easier for my family if we do podcasts tonight. It's easier for Lance's family to do podcasts during the day. Um, I usually work during the day. This week was a, a weird week where I was more flexible, but then ended up being not being that way. Um, we were going to record yesterday. You guys don't know what yesterday is, but Lance's flat tire happened yesterday. Um, last night. Last so, night. Like, I was coming to do the podcast, and I was like, Brandon, I have a completely flat tire, so yeah, I'm not coming tonight. And then I woke up in this Brandon, this morning I woke up, and I was like, okay. Cool. I was going to get my coffee with you know, like ready in the morning routine. I was like, oh, I got a flat tire. The kids need to go to daycare. Let, I put on my overalls and I went out there. I said, all right, Latoya, as soon as you got it, I was like, all right. And forgetting and, about that. And I was just like in there doing it. Like I woke up and realized I have to go change the tire. And then I like changed the tire, which was annoying in itself. I was verbally, I don't know, people don't change. I don't know who changes tires now, right? This like this trope of, People that don't know how to change tires, or it's yeah, like, it's I like think it's like a, a right. Well, 
I think it's based on uh, it's definitely like a necessity thing. Like it's a very American thing to throw money at your issues. So if you have a like Michelle with Triple A, her dad pays the Triple A thing, and then she pays it just so that like anytime Michelle needs anything with her car, she can call and they come fix the thing. But that's more of like a daddy peace of mind type shit. Mm-hmm. We have been in situations where we've changed tires many a time. There's been time. There's been times where we've been in cars where like something just doesn't work anymore. I remember like cruise control just stopped like eight hours into our trip. We had another eight hours, um, and we just had learned to dig. I've I've changed tires in Crocs before because it was like the only thing that we could do in the rain and shit. Like it's, it's crazy shit. It's crazy, but, but but I think people do still change tires if. They if they need to, but then they don't. But then you get to changing it, and it's hard, right? Oh, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like bolts are tighter than other bolts. Right. Your your the the damn jack that you have doesn't necessarily the bolts are stripped. Don't let no damn bolts oh, be stripped. Oh, I mean, oh you can't God. have a bolt stripped anywhere. It's it's like oh now I got to call a tow truck. And I was going to say, in addition to that, that's why you want to pay for it almost because it's like such a serious thing. You don't want to like you don't want to mess it up, mm. or you don't want to be especially if you especially if it's a tire like that where it's just like it's constantly messing up. Mm-hmm. It's like this is it's a lot of work if it's not going to be if it's at the end of the work it, you're not just not going to be abused. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like that's why you just kind of just like forget it's cost. I just call. I just got it. I just got cost. Or just wait. But I got it. I got it. I, I like. I don't know. I forgot what I did, but I like finally got the bolt off. No. Yes! It was the last bolt of five. And I'm like, my neighbors can hear me and everything. I'm like, bitch! Bitch! Like, I'm like yelling at it. I'm like, I'm listening to like, um, just trap rap to it. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. You know, I'm like, the little little nine. Oh, at the tire. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. What? And then to put it, put on the tire, yeah. put the kids in the car, be half, not even halfway, like a quarter way to their daycare. And to, 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 Daddy! Daddy, the car is moving! You know, Lance is in the back. Uh oh! What's wrong? Like, he's saying all the stuff, I'm like, we got a flat tire. A flat tire? Like, and, 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 you know, you know, he just repeats everything as a question. Right. So he don't know how judgmental <laughs> he sounds. He's like, pour salt on the room. A flat tire? Yeah. Daddy, you jackass. Right. Like, we didn't do this right the first time. But that's the thing, though, too. The fact that you had to do it by yourself, like, we were able to change those tires because it was weak. Oh, like, come on. <laughs> I was changing tires today, like, I wish I could give this a brain right now. I'd be like, it's your turn. I was like, I feel like we used to take breaks. My body was hurt. Right. My right. was hurt. I was like, I don't remember. Just be good at something else. At that point in time, too, one of us was probably just look at person because other one was probably watching Zoe, like baby Zoe. Mm. Uh, it was so fun doing those car rides with car seat babies. It was, I enjoyed it because I was like, let me see a version of this baby shit like well before I need to do it. Let's just see like if it's feasible. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see it early enough. People should be made to like watch kids like at young ages to prevent them from having kids at young ages. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's that. Uh, it's the the baby taking the baby to taking school. Baby school. Baby, baby, baby home. Home. No, baby school. Baby taking the baby home. Project that's yeah. like a trope, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it should be a family, family matter. Be like real. Yeah. 
Because the fake baby just makes people have babies. It's like, so I think oh, there's enough babies to, to just yeah, give it out for that. There is. Yeah, there's a lot of people that need to be a And honestly, a lot of moms will probably take the break. Um, we're going to end up um, taking, speaking of breaks, we're going to end up taking one because I need some water. And then also, I want to uh, munch on a little something. I want to get some, I feel like my, my gullet's not. You want me to drink that water? I mean, no, no, no. I mean, we're. My mouth, I don't, I don't trust my mouth. No, of course. We can, yeah, we can take a break at any point. Do you want to take one now? Um, yeah, what would you go to next? Strange fruit? Yeah, no, I definitely need something to eat before we start talking about Billy Holiday and shit. Definitely. Maybe like. What about Joe Biden's dogs? What about his dogs? <laughs> okay, I'll tell that real quick. Okay. Real quick. Okay. Champ. Major and Champ. Joe Biden has two rescue dogs, first two rescue dogs ever to be in the White House. They're German Shepherds, right? Uh. Champ is the a major. Major is the one who he was playing with Major and broke and broke his foot. Earlier, when I said it was Brittle Biden. Yeah, 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 Major. Yeah. Uh, he he bit a Secret Service agent, so they they sent him back to the house in Delaware, and he's no longer in the White House. So I just wanted to mention the dog that was starting trouble even before Joe Biden became actual president was still trouble. He was a rescue, which is a bad look for the rescue dogs. But he got sent back to Delaware. I just hope somebody's able to take care of him because now the family lives in Washington, D.C. So First of all, I want to say that is the most Republican <laughs> names you can give your dogs. Joe Biden, he, he, he tricked us. He tricked us. He's like, hey, I'm a Democrat. Hell, it's, it's easy, Joe. You sit here, got these German dogs. Come on. If now. you're paying attention, we you know, know, we know Joe is a very centrist. He is a whole ass Republican to me right now. Um, second of all, by his dog's names, by his dog's names, just alone. I mean that, and he's bomb serious. He's keeping kids. He reneged on his promise to his cancel student loan debt, or the what we were trying to put on him. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, he ain't being the Stimmy's coming though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Stimmy's. Uh, I don't know. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I believe when I see it. Yeah, yeah. I believe when I see it. It's taking a long time, Joe. I feel like somebody else would. Done this a little quicker. Who's somebody else? Obama. So, okay. what we're going to go to, I know, right? I'm trying to get you. That, that's, 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 that's talking about Republican. That's a little bit of a Republican dog whistle. Like, yes. somebody else maybe would have been able to do a better job at this thing. Just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Um, that's so dope. I'm so glad that the dog made a service senior service member because, like, he's not part of the system. Like he's a rescue dog, they probably brought him on the street. Like you riff rap, you know what I mean? You just I gave you everything. Now he's like the Prince of Persia. He's like biting the hand that literally was feeding him. Yes. I love it. Yes. I love it. He's no longer in the White House anymore. And now now uh Champ has to be you know, he's riding solo. Oh, what was the other one? Major? Major. Yeah, Major don't play. He's a major. Champ is a champ. He's you, you play I knew something was up with that dog when he when Joe Biden broke his foot. I th- I said it was intentional. I felt like he broke him off with the hezzy and rolled his ankle and and he was laughing at it. Like I feel like he was like he want like he's he's the Dennis Man's dog, Major is. So uh, shout out to him. Keep keep tabs on Major in, in Delaware. Actually watch out, everybody's in Delaware. Because Major <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, Major. Yeah, I got ready. Yeah, I 
I went to DC. Yo, I'm going to DC. No, I can't I'm go to Hollywood. You see Homer Bound? <laughs> Man, I can't believe Joe actually has dogs. Who cares about Roger Klotz and um, Spikey? Hey, Homer Bound, first of all, can give, give a real quick shout out to Homer Bound. Um, I tried what to a watch. franchise. What a, now I don't know about the franchise fam. The, the first movie was enough. The rest of the movies were just overkill. How many times you gonna leave? Homerbound two was Homer I think Shadow got in a fight with like a a, a wolf. I, I, it was like I think Homerbound two was like definitely worth price admission. I don't know, Misty got introduced at that point in time, but it was worth Homerbound three obviously. when it comes to successful series you just have that two strong ones, yeah. and they're talking about one and two. In my opinion. What did you have on the docket today? For um, obviously, we're at home streaming, yeah. uh, all of us. Uh, I'm blessed enough to have HBO Max out all these years with my mother paying, or me using her HBO subscription, living out of the state uh, via Spectrum or whatever. I put it on HBO Max, put that on her television. Um, I named HBO Max because the only, the two movies I want to talk about, it's on the other ones. Uh, Hulu original series, the United States versus Billy Holiday. You said some outfits, you should one you want to call it, Strange Fruit. I just White want to call it Strange Fruit. And then, and then on Amazon Prime, Coming to America. We both okay. watched it, we wanted to talk about it. Uh, I finished both the both recently. I've finished both recently. Well, let's go with Billy first. We can go with the Billy Holiday. We can go with Strange Fruit first because that's newer, right? That's a story that we weren't familiar with, right? Come to the yes. we'll, we'll come. We'll, we'll get to that, and it, it ends on a lighter note. I feel like this Billy one ain't gonna end on lighter enough note. Um, would you like a word, anything? No, we're talking. Okay. Podcast right now. Sorry. Um, right. It's probably better. Your hard, your hard candy bounce on your molars. <laughs> oh I think that gives it that that special. Do it. Analogy. Let's hear it. All right, I will hear it. But yeah. as I'm as I'm going, so oh, okay. you all the next anyway. Um, so yeah, Billy Holiday and her against the United States of America. Brandon, I got real centered. Uh, like burn some sage. I don't have any sage. But like some incense. I don't have any incense. I smoked something. All right, I smoked something and put some smoke in the air and like sage myself before I prepared to get into that movie because I knew I was probably going to be upset about it. Um, you yeah. said I saw you say that on Twitter uh, that you knew you were going to be upset about it. Uh, I was like preparing for it and I didn't think. When I saw it win a Golden Globe, you know, when I see that it's Lee Daniels, it's a Lee Daniels film. Like I didn't, I didn't think of it as. Here's it is: the bits and pieces that I heard about it, right, was on Good Morning America. Lee Daniels was bragging to Robin Roberts about um, the actress Audrey Day, is that her name, mm-hmm. uh, who played Billy Holiday. Told him Billy Holiday never crowd surfed, and he said, 
this Billy Holiday crowd surfs, right? <laughs> and I, all I thought was like, okay, well that's inauthentic to whoever Billy Holiday was, truly. Like I'm, I'm not like in a rush to see a fabricated version of, you know what I'm saying? Like that little detail just threw me off, like mm-hmm. put me off. I was like, I'm not really trying to watch it. I didn't, and I thought of it as probably more of a whimsical version of whoever this person was. I didn't think it would be grounded at all mm-hmm. um, because of that little uh, tidbit about the film from Lee Daniels. Um, so when I got to it, yeah. it's, 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 as, it's as heavy as Judas and the Black Messiah, but also more... Not heavy year, more, you know. yeah, I, it's heavy year, I think the time frames, mm-hmm. like any historical film about a black person being black in America, for me, based on the timing of when that person was supposed to be black, is like the level of severity it has, and that's why this Billy Holiday story feels so much heavier than Jews and the Black Messiah. Obviously, I don't want to compare two revolutionaries being killed by the government. Well, yeah, honestly, by the same by the same person, Jay. About the right, right. That's the that's the first thing. Second thing, like which revolution? Like people forget about the twenties. The nineteen twenties was wild for black people. Like lynchings is up, Tulsa is burning, all types of other mm-hmm. cities being burned, and all the while she's going around the country. All the all while the other the other side the other side of the coin is fucking Greg Gatsby. Mm-hmm. Great Gatsby ended up with, with. I think that's what the mainstream things the twenties was all about. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like. You're like this is the, I didn't know anything. I didn't think about. For some reason, I didn't think about. But I've never thought about a historical figure in that time period. But uh, oh, and that's well. Didn't wonder seeing this song. And it's so funny because Strange Fruit is common for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. like if you're. If you go on the train with 12 people and start singing, straight from black bodies singing in the southern breeze, it done been you so much that you either know it by Nina Simone, you either know it by Jay-Z, you either know it by its different renditions that it's been played in over Kanye. the years. Kanye, right? It's like over and over we hear it. Um, but to imagine like, like, do we have a song? Is there a contemporary song that a person is getting investigated by the feds for? Ah, I said the name. Now they're listening. They've been listening. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So the, I, I would say, uh, I don't. People think this is this might be controversial, but I was going to say this is America, but it's not because if it wasn't for the video that song wouldn't hold as much weight as it does. Mm. So, but I, I feel like that was a, uh, 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 uh. and then outside of that, um, King Kunta maybe? Like, mm. like you know, like a, a triumph uh, of, of, of blackness and and like calling the government That was around blues and stuff time. So people said, and right. they're telling you that it's said, right? Like the, yeah, no, that was, those were those are great examples. Blood, that's what that's like. Yeah, I, yeah, isn't it? We don't have no, we we have nothing. And for her to be popular, growing up hearing these popular songs and knowing these popular songs like this, like you don't, 
you may not think about it in the context of when they were, but like she was our like grandmother's generation, Man. and and that upbringing and the type of America that our grandmother talked to cool. us about her becoming famous in a very for for one thing in a very uh, Sam Cooke type of way, and then there's a no. She wasn't grandma. Great grandma. Well, she was. No, grandma is, is sixty years. She passed very early. I'm saying, Brandon, Billy Holiday in her song was like the forties, thirties, thirties, forties. You feel me? That's the time period. So that's great grandma. Like she's listening to Billy Holiday time. Cora, uh, grandma Cora is probably growing up with him. You know, That's exactly like, why I said. Dancing to it. Dancing to it, though. That, That's, how is that not? That generation. 1940. She was born in 1940, though. So she was seven years old when it came out? Like, she grew up with it. With the, with the, with the thing. I'm, but, like, you're, I, I'm trying to follow the fact that you're trying to dispute my point when you're just making it. Like, it was her generation. Yeah, I mean, like she. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying she was. She right, was right, her right, age, right, right. and then like she, like this is this is like popular music in the time where our grandmother was listening to music, and it was so politically charged because of what she was fighting for. People were not trying. People, she said uh, in the in the movie, uh, Billie Holiday. One of the things she stood by was uh, it reminds people. It reminds them that they're killing us. That's why the government doesn't want this song being sung. Uh, blood on the leaves, not blood on the leaves. That's the kind of strange fruit. Strange fruit. I started to write a poem um, about the the movie. Right? I was like, mm-hmm. I was watching them. Like, oh my god, I gotta write a poem, right? Right. You know, but the whole premise, I didn't end up writing a poem. So now I'm just kind of using it in this content because it's an interesting thought piece, yeah. right? The biggest pumpkin was born, born, was grown in Belgium and was 2,600 pounds and some change, right? Um, the longest banana was 15 feet uh, long. Um, that's some strange fruit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Right? Yes. The, the, the biggest apple, the heaviest apple, 15 pounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Strange that fruit. Is tra- that is a strange fruit. fruit. I'm, right? glad, I'm glad through your sadness you uh you that was what came out like yeah you about no, the no, actual I, didn't, I didn't tie it to like the power and oddity of black people and how uh we are that fruit that you know it's this we're just huge we grow in different sizes we can be shaped and kind of cross-pollinated we can be merged we're just mm. this like constant nourishing thing like us as a strange fruit yes because like strange fruits are some of the more popular ones i'd argue i'd agree right yeah definitely definitely what's that purple one with the white with the white pulp and the black seeds inside pomegranate pomegranate it's pomegranate pomegranate fire we drink we eat pomegranate seeds I like like, like pomegranate i don't know it's pomegranate but uh, yeah, anyways, it was very, very. It was interesting. I thought the her upbringing, growing up in a brothel, like a Richard Pryor, um, 
I, the, the artistry that comes from the pain of that and her obviously using heroin to cope with that pain. I think that, I obviously the overt use of heroin by Billie Holiday is something that like, I don't know if a movie can, can, can like put a T on, like, like the amount of use that it was in that movie is exactly how much she used, mm-hmm. but it felt excessive. Yeah, in a way that it was like, and it was like, like sully her name, like the us still. Yeah, but, but also, it's not. I'm not. But we're not. It's not. Not so much shaming heroin use as much as like. I think they're trying to articulate this is how bad shit this woman is hurting, and that's why she's able to yeah, sing. Yeah, they were way. throwing up different trials. Like it was, it, it it was, it was tough. Not in a way that like seeing someone shoot up in a movie is tough because in my opinion that's still uh like uh the fighter um with christian bale and mark Wahlberg. the like those like this it's it's too it's i, I don't like it i don't record my dream is actually a good example of one like, i don't like seeing it but this felt except excessive but i think you know it's an artistry way of telling the story but i don't i'm not i don't care about how much she actually was using but Obviously, growing up in that time, like how many black people were even able to use heroin? Right. It's probably like a rich, a rich, right. rich person's drug. If, she was, if she was using heroin, then everybody at that moment was using heroin as well, because it probably was like a regular thing. Like right. it was, it was like on the art scene. On the art. I mean, if you, yeah. Re- yeah, 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 it's lean and you know pills. It's his regular drugs have always been regularly available. Yeah, it's, it's everything. Yeah, it's like everything else. It's fads. Yeah. Things are coming in. I, I have no doubt that you know, her counterparts was also shooting up in their rooms. I mean, yeah. it's kind of documented. But anyway, all that aside, the government didn't have to do it like that. Do her like that. Um, no. I think she was doing I, as it undertones like it overplays that. It also undercuts like the significance that she had. So, yeah, I just felt like obviously we're telling like thank God we're telling the story of this strong, like forward-thinking, revolutionary black woman. But at that point, like at the same time, it felt like it was like like self-mutilation type of just. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel good to see her. It didn't feel good to see her do that to herself. Yeah, even as like. Yeah, and the way the way they held the song, like it, you hear about it when you first the song, the movie's first brought up. The funny guy from Instagram is is, is interviewing her for something, and as a woman, yeah, and then Jones and yeah, he's, he's a man. He's a man in the in the show. Man, he's a man in the movie. I thought he was a woman in the movie. I thought he was a man, but that's huh. that's dope that we that it, it don't matter. <laughs> But um, uh, but we hear about this song "Strange Fruit," and you cut to the the real uh, you know, flashback to the real of her talking about it, and it's just always talk about. But when they actually have her sing it, at that point in time, she's Billie Holiday. You know, like you're watching a a movie, and you're like, uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman doesn't really make me feel like. Jackie Robinson, and then right, right, by the right, time right, the right. little little kid is yelling the N word at him, you're like, oh, I can't believe he's yelling it. Right, 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 I can't right. believe Jackie Robinson had little people yelling at him. You know what I mean? You got to think about Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, they held 
the reveal of the song being sang and and, 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 and and the importance of it and it was just it just felt like art like it was just mm. it was just it was just like a very it was building up for that cinematic it was just it was just really good story even with the like hallucinations scenes editing stuff to make it kind of feel like a play but it's like showing like drug addict stuff like those type of like otherworldliness was kind of it felt real mm. you know they did a good job like he did a Lee Daniels did a great job yeah, of, Lee of Daniels telling this story is, is that man right I, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I'm not a I'm not a huge I guess I'm not, I don't check for stuff the way I would check for like a Ava DuVernay or like a, a, a um, what's the name? No, Lee Daniel and the Butler. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. But that's what I'm saying. I don't, like I said, I don't, like I said, I don't check. I usually don't check for. Now I think about that. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being a little bit more critical about it. It's not like an Eddie Murphy film mm-hmm. that you hear Eddie Murphy and you're watching because it's Eddie Murphy and you'll you'll figure the rest out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like Coming America too. That movie. Coming to America. Coming to America. Kiki Lane. Kiki Lane. Kiki Lane. What's that mean? Kiki Lane. That's Mika. Oh, Mika. Kiki Lane. The princess. Did you know her before that? No, I did not. Yeah. She's the. Hello. She's put together. Hello, Kiki. Yes. Um, I'd like to start and just start my fandom now. Let everybody know that um, I have it in for Kiki, Kiki Lane. And I'm, I'm I'll be the first one. I think nobody has that taken the like. We're not standing over her yet. It's not a big stand. A lot of people presence. were watching her. I'm like, I wish I could find out. I'm gonna she see. She did if I can real find good. Out. She that's did so really good at acting. She did like I like. She that's did her good acting. Good acting. I was I was happy at the black cast. Like it was just so many black people. I didn't care. It was new people. It was old people. I was just. Like, it was people in, in vogue. It, it was fucking Aretha Franklin. Aretha, Aretha Franklin was in there. Aretha Franklin. Last night, you mean? Gladys Knight. <laughs> Gladys Knight. <laughs> if I didn't finish the movie, I would let that ride because we would have never known like when things when somebody was gonna pop up um, in it. But uh, but yeah, I think uh, something they were talking about, my brother from another, he said it, it was a it was a celebration of what coming to America was. Like, the fact that coming to America exists, it was a celebration of that. Yep. It was more of a, uh, it was it was less of a sequel and more of a celebration. Yeah, it was a wrapping up, uh, tying up loose ends. You must yeah. tie up loose ends. But it was people still. to see where the people were yes. in, 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 in Zumunda. Time, in Zumunda um, the African accents. Uh, my one friend, he is from Africa. Yeah. He's from Ghana. Yes. And he said that the accents made him go you. I can see so that. He said he wasn't offended. He said it just made him I go thought, you. I thought Eddie Murphy was worse at his African accent in this movie than he was in in yeah. the original Coming to America in yeah. 1988, 86. Yeah. Um, Wesley Snipes, his wasn't bad. I, I thought, after seeing him in the Black Dynamite mm-hmm. movie, I was okay. I had to completely remove Blade and Blade Two from my mind. This is an actor, and it, like it, this is as malleable as he needs to be. Because he was like 
very like it's funny that his little counterpartner was Michael Blackston because he was very Michael Blackston esque in his book. Like he was like he was this this new silly character. Like it's funny to me that that the character was Wesley Snipes being tough by being like almost like a jester and silly, but still we're supposed to. I'm supposed to believe that Eddie Murphy's afraid of him. And his and his like dancing people who have bedposts for for weapons. Um, spoiler alert, if Brandon didn't say it before. What? Uh, we uh, if you haven't seen the movie, we are oh. letting you know how things went. But also it's it's and I'll talk less plot in seven more, days. It's been up for seven days. That dang, it's so all you give people you give people a week. Did you guys you got a week? A week for, for this a lot this year. You have. You That's actually said that. You said in that tweet. Down. You said in that tweet. I'm a bad B, and I was like, I put I was the like, asterisk. And you put a bunch of laughing faces. I was like, but still, I'm, I'm happy Lance is being brave and doing that because like that's the funny part about it. I was like trying to replace the word, and it's just not funny if I don't put. I feel like a bad. Like I have to say those words to to own that power. Feel like Beyonce today. Speaking of that, we were talking about like society and stuff basically what i was saying is like that backwards thinking mm. like the the political people would just call them republicans at this point in time it's like a broad stroke of just like racism because it's tied to donald trump i know it's not accurate that's just the perception right now i was saying basically like thinking as backward is going to be frowned upon and chastised and and uh be told, quite frankly, that it's, there's no place for it in society before, like institutions like O A N will go away, yeah. or Fox News will go away, because there's always going to be someone willing to listen to those things. But it's just like the opinions will continue to, uh, the voices will get smaller, mm-hmm. but they'll still be there. It'll be less of like an overarching. I'm sorry, I literally brought up an old point we were talking Remember about. Remember Mars Attacks? Mars Attacks was a great movie. It was like an amazing <laughs> film. Amazing film. Jim Brown in his acting. Uh, acting. Acting. Come on, Jim Just, Brown. Uh, Jack Black. Um, mm. uh, um, come on, Brandon. Uh, Tom Jones, obviously. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Cleopatra Jones. Uh, Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown. Foxy Brown was in oh, that Josh Hartman. Danny DeVito. Not Josh Hartman. Not Josh Hartman. Who was the... One of those guys Jack uh, was was um was one of the one of the was Janine Garofalo in that? Yeah, if y'all don't if y'all never seen that movie, uh no, what's his name? What's his name? Jeff Goldblum. Jack Nicholson, Pierce Brosnan, Sarah Parker. Glenn Close. Glenn Close, yeah. Natalie Portman. That's the that's when I said Jimmy Garoppolo was Natalie Portman. I was like, Michael J. Fox and Martin Short. Like literally, we were like scraping the bottom. Not not like no offense, but like compared to the rest of the people that we had, we were like starting from the C list and working up. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Black isn't even listed on the C list. Like, 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 I'm trying to uh there's twelve on no, here, but they're, 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 and Jack Black's not even in like the, one of these pictures. I don't know why I brought that up. I always thought that like um, 
Oh, no, 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 no. I did bring Ray J it. was in it. Ray J was in it. Yeah, he, he had lines and everything. Christina Applegate. Stop, Brandon. People don't know who these people are. Yeah, yeah. of course they do. Are you yeah. kidding me? They're canceling. Pepsi this is an entertainment news podcast. This is an entertainment news podcast. So even if we don't even know that's true. these people, somebody should. That's Brandon true. Hammond, who's, I just know him because he was baby MJ in Space Jam. Wow. You don't remember that scene? No. You don't remember that scene at the beginning when his dad, he came out and was like, Michael, a couple more shots. Yeah. Yeah, that was him. What's his name? Oh, he's also the, the little boy from so, uh, the little boy from uh, so uh, so food. The one that's like, Mama gonna lick, Mama oh, gonna lick. Oh. In fact, that's what I wanted to do today. The, um, that's what I wanted to say about uh, Billy Holiday. Real quick, that I was happy that I saw black actors like the uh, the son from ATL, the little brother from ATL, Ti's little brother. He was in there. Oh yes, um, uh, do you, that, that's. That's what's uh, called. Everybody hate Chris. Well, it's like Paul. The guy from here, yes, the guy from here, Chris, Chris. Chris. That person you're talking about is Diana Ross's son. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yes, that's uh, Tracy Ellis Ross' brother. Also, Jessica Simpson's husband. Jessica Simpson that was married to, like, one of the, like... No, that's... You're thinking about... Oh. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That, I, I misspoke. Her little sister, Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson is married to Diana Ross's son, who's in that movie, uh, playing the federal agent. Well, <laughs> for the center camera news, I guess. I was also I was also confused at why they were showing so much of the life of the informant. That was random. Oh, was like do we have documents of this of this dude's like inner battles with? Because like, he ended up being, because he ended up being with like he was a part of Billy Holiday's life. Sick. That's what I'm saying. But like, that's why they did. Because it was question, like, I question think about that. Think about that. She was, she was. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. She, she was so lonely in life mm-hmm. that the informant that was paid to follow her and work for the FBI mm-hmm. to try to set her up, and he did multiple times, mm-hmm. was like her boyfriend. What a life you have to live! Yeah. Like that, like she she did that to sing to sing "Strange Fruit." Mm-hmm. She lived that life mm-hmm. to sing that song, mm-hmm. and she did until she died. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Was in jail, and then let that man inside of her. Oh, crazy! Yeah, coming to America had those good tropes. Oh, yeah. I was happy about that. We, we uh, very random. Pepe Le Pew is getting canceled. I wanted to use that as a Space Jam uh, segue Same when we were talking about the, the guy. Oh, guy. We're talking about that little boy, by the way, boy. named Brandon Hammond. Brandon. So another famous Brandon out there. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah, Space Jam 2. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew getting canceled. That That is on a, the same accord as like a Johnny Bravo getting canceled. Like toxic masculinity and like being forced, like forcing someone against their will to submit to you, loving them and and smooching. It was it's odd that it was like entertainment for us at one point in time, but like brought to society for finally getting people to feel about it. I I knew it from a very young age. 
I saw it. I saw the rapist in him. I said, this can't be right. That this dog is trying to uh, rape this cat. This dog is so like a Spanish accent with his. He's a French man. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. I must. I must. I must. I must. Oh, this dog. He's a woman abuser. <laughs> he's too handsy. He needs to keep his hands to his son. But he's so he's so persistent. And he kisses and smooches and he stinks like a dog. And he's a rapist. The French accent is good. My, all my accents, I feel like, started talking sound after. Three semesters so, of, of French in college and two years in high I should have took French in retrospect. No, 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 it's not useful. They tried to act like it was going to be the, 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 the world was going to switch to French and then French, French, and then like shampoo bottles start doing it. And I was like, oh, look, everyone's going to catch up. And it was just but the no, shampoo no, no, bottles. No, 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 no. It was just the shampoo bottles. No, if you go out, if you go out the country to, especially Africa, like, Africa, yes. Africa, the Caribbean. There's different Caribbean islands that so the French countries, um, Haiti. You know what I mean? Like Caribbean countries and then African oh, yeah. countries. Like both of those are real heavy French. And I kind of wish, him, you know, in retrospect, I would have definitely been in French class instead. Because I haven't used Spanish like that. I haven't needed to use Spanish like that. Really? Yeah. Well, you don't travel to countries. Where people speak Spanish, right? So yeah, but I mean, just that, yet. right? Yeah, like I, I don't have when it comes to like knowledge of my brain of things that I need to be thinking of. Uh, French has gone out the window. I used to be so good that I could I'd actually fluent in French if everyone was deaf and mute because I was really good at reading it and writing it. But like the the accents of like, but anyways, uh, my my French professor from Notre Dame. Lives in Hawaii now. His wife and his wife uh, owns a, a little a yacht. Her family owns a yacht company. She's cool. like native Hawaiian. They have beautiful children. So uh, sh- uh, shout out, shout out to Mark. Um, coming to America. Stay bien. Stay bien, mon ami. Oui, oui. Um, oh, but I, I was, I was in, I was surprised by how serious. The narrative took itself, con- considering how silly the narrative was mm. for coming to America. I feel like there was some sexual chemistry between the two supposedly siblings, like more sexual. Chemistry oh, Michelle! Them. Michelle was confused about that too because she yeah. like at one more time you see them like her coaching them up, and then she sees the scene of the kissing. And she's like, "Are you kissing the sister?" And I was like, "No, you racist! There's two black women." Uh, but no, it, it did. They you got the Zamunians mixed up. You could if you weren't paying attention. No, I, I didn't get them mixed up. I'm saying when they interacted with each other, it was supposed to be. Right, it was like, like, but okay, well, I'm getting mixed like, up. Like, I, the, like the I anger mean, that she felt, it looked like a sexual tension. Uh, yeah, I met the, the Jermaine Fowler's character gave the same energy to both of them. That's one man from Sorry to Bobby, right? Yeah, that's yes. 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 All right, bro. And he's, he's I Leslie I, killed that. Is it Leslie, Leslie Jones? Jones? Leslie Jones. She killed that. Oh, yes. She was uh, a constant, she is. a constant comedic relief, and she does well with not making it like minstrelly, like where you think like, oh, this is over exaggerated. She's funny yeah. in a way that's oh, like yes. only she would know that this this needed this sauce. You know, it's a special sauce because it's not even right. it's not even consistent. Like the type of character oh, she really? is, the moves she's making, the things she's saying are only consistent to being funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like, 
It was like no long hey. steps. She, when she said, we like the Kardashians, it was like twitching her toes. Like, it was worth rewinding. Like, how many, how many times did we just rewind and just, just laugh over and over and over and over? Like, she had those moments in this movie. Go back, go back. You be laughing. Go, go back, yeah. go back. <laughs> now I hear them if they feel like they're like a moment in time I'm re- remembering because like there's ones like in a goofy movie like yo Stacy talk, talk to me talk to me talk to me baby yeah. um, so they said Tracy Morgan is um, supposed to be playing Louis Armstrong um, and him and my, my fingers fingers crossed Can fingers crossed he? somebody posted on my post that was like uh, comedians are, you know, that they're always oh. good at going out, out of, out of box, and you know, most, most of the time you see comedians deliver on. It's good that they're giving them a chance to give him a chance to like stretch his, his uh, range. Yeah. I was like, I. Somebody else posted right under. You can't play Louis Armstrong because Louis Armstrong wasn't crazy. <laughs> Not fair because obviously yeah. crazy people play plenty of people. Play people all the time. Hakeem Phoenix plays Joker pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's that's hilarious. Because I was about to cape up for him and talk about a movie that we have yet to see, but we I think I believe has been filmed is Mike Epps, mm-hmm. comedian, mm-hmm. playing Richard Pryor. Yeah. Another comedian, but still like you would think that, and the fact that it's a pairing in itself, and directors and producers and people with money have signed off on it, I'm like, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see, after knowing Mike Epps, after being introduced to him yeah. in the world, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm, I'm coming I'm coming to that party. I just saw a video of Mike Epps doing a stand-up and Steph Curry was in the like, crowd. Yeah. And he said, look, all Steph Curry's here, look like a 10th grader out there, or like a 10-year-old out there. Just shoot the ball and skip it across the leg. He was like doing his arms like this. So he got the thing in his mouth. He's just a little baby. It was really, really funny. Yeah, um, he is really. I was going to say that like touch to he has he's he's he not had a story underrated. I understand. I showed you the story where he got kidnapped, where he was talking about the time he got kidnapped and like he was in the truck and they was the guys was playing music. He said, you know, I'm a funny dude, so I hit him. I beat on the thing on the thing. And they said, what? They turned out and we said, what? It's like, can you change the song? And they said, the whole car started laughing. He said, I had this dog. <laughs> he said, by the time. That is not happening. I swear to God, bro. Mike Epps tells the story about him kidnapped and him making them laugh so much that they let him go. He said, that's what he It's amazing. And think about the fact that, like, he got introduced to some white people by being Black Doug in The Hangover. Who <laughs> was kidnapped. Ooh. Right? Ooh. In that movie. Yeah, like, that's what I was like, that's why my mind went when you talking about Michael. That's so funny. And that's believable for him. That's so like, he tells so he tells so many stories that it's like, I can't believe that's isolated. It's, it's so funny because he has so many like black experiences. We're talking about how like there's so many variables that make a person who they are in life experiences like 
influences parents, no parents, all that stuff like that, all the different variables, that it would make sense that like that Charles Barkley exists in the world, right? Like him, he was in special needs class until he's in high school because he was just so rambunctious that they was like, he's special. So he was like classmates with special needs people in grade school, and this is my guess. That's a whole nother um, allyship. You know what I mean? That's oh my god! That's ableism. The classmates? Yeah. That's why. That's why. I don't care who it is. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, what do I want to do? Oh, real quick, time check. And then also, because obviously, y'all, so now my tire is flat again. So, yes. like, after y'all hear our voice, we're going to go outside and I'm going to change um, my tire. We put the spare on. Yes, I'm glad yes. I got the spare fixed. I could have just been lazy and like, you know. Are you ready to drill this tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like, um, I don't like spending the night. Uh, what else? What else? Entertainment. I mean, this ain't entertainment. I mean, I, okay. Um, there's a woman in Eastern Kentucky, uh, not Eastern Kentucky, but in Kentucky. Um, well, we, we showing up left and right in the news. Uh, the woman in Eastern Kentucky was, uh, she admitted to killing her lawyer boyfriend. Uh, she shot him twice. And then she sung. She was in the interrogation room and she sung, I did it, yeah, I did it. Uh, and it was like dancing. Was like, were they looking for who did this? No, no, no. She Murder? just confessed to the She just came, like, she was about to get away scotch free and no, was no, like, no. by the way, guys, scotch free. What? Scotch free. Say that word one more time. Slow. Scotch free. Scotch free. Scotch free. Scotch is never free. It, it, it's Scott free. Scott free. You know, it's, 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 sounds it's, right. It's named after the, the great escapist Scott Free Jones. Oh, nice. Scott Free Jones um, used to get put in jail uh, for jaywalking all the time, the white jails. And then what he would do is escape those jails um, using some type of ingenuity that never that they never knew. So it's a call him Scott Free. Scott get it. Scott free. Because they, they, they were called like, hey, that's Scott Boy Free! That's Scott Boy Free! Scott Free, Scott Free Jones. Do you use the same uh, tone for your jokes as you do your I read something and I'm regurgitating so it? No, I, I blend them. I blend them. It, 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 it's, 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 it is factual up until it starts to get like, I guess a lot of that was believable. Speaking in It was through until they two said the name. I was like, okay, his name would have nothing to do with it. White jails. I believe you. I believe you, Scott. But speaking being in vehicles, have you heard Scary Hours 2? Scary Hours 2? Yes. No, what's that? The three Drake tracks that came out. Absolutely not. Really? Okay. Okay. He came out with three tracks. Okay. It's an EP. Okay. Uh, what I need, I believe, is I don't know. What's next is the first track. Um, the next one is I'm not sure what it is, but it's with him and little baby. I forgot the name of it, but it's him and little baby. And then the fourth, third track is called Lemon Pepper Freestyle with him and Rick Ross, and it's one of Drake's best performances in. Rick Ross obviously does well on the Drake track, so all those things are worth listening. Especially, I'm especially excited about the little baby, uh, 
Little Baby Drake song, which is the weakest of the three songs, in my opinion, on the EP. But I'm excited about it because Lil Baby mm-hmm. and ESTG just put out a track together uh, last week um, that's hard. And I'm just glad that more people will be looking up Lil Baby because it's on Drake uh, EP. And they're going to click on Lil Baby and end up at ESTG Speaking pretty soon. Of, uh, he went crazy on that on his verse. Speaking of Lil Baby combos being the weakest on a set, uh, the NBA All-Star game featured a two-on-two game of Quavo and Jack Carlo, who was on, um, against Lil Baby and 2 Chains. 2 Chains having played college basketball previously, and Lil Baby, who knew, um, he even knew what sports was. Um, and then we have Jack Carlo, who is 6'3", and we know that he's just all around athletic. You got like soccer, baseball, he's probably ski. Captain of the soccer team in high school. So yes. that, and he's, but it was like he's still, his early, so. but he's still in his early 20s. So, like, he's, his athletic ability is still there. All right. And then you got Quavo. He impressed me. I would have did way better in that game, I feel like, personally. Okay. We're open, the, the gyms are opening back up, Brandon. I have not played fast. Me and my friends used to, me and people, I would like to call y'all my friends, but sometimes I think they want to fight me on the basketball court. But me and my friends would play basketball, and it would be a weekly thing. We would do it once a week, and I did that like three years straight. I didn't have this gut that I have right now. Like, I didn't have, I I could breathe a lot different. And not doing it for a year, like, I know the first time I run up the court, I'm going to throw it. Yeah, no, that's why I, you see I got a, a mat that I bought to put down. It's basically like a little oh, gym mat that sits that sit, lays on the ground. Uh, I've been trying to do some stretches and, uh, you know, activity because you got to get your, you got to make sure the body's hard. You can't get soft in here. What is that, foam? It is like, it is a foam. It's a, yes, it's like, yeah, it's a foam. You can stand on it later. Uh, but yes, I, I agree. And I've been outside a lot more. Uh, it's been it's been nicer now. Uh so it's been nice to get outside and do some running. I found out that down and back, down and back, uh, which is a full gasser, right? On my fence posts from the width of my backyard, about 10 of those gets the heart rate. It's, 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 hard. it's hard at seven. It's mm-hmm. like, am I gonna, I guess I'm gonna do three more because I'm mm-hmm. here now, uh, running back and forth in my line. So I know I have some, some ways to like, Work out without you know leaving my home, which is what I'm trying to do more of. And I'm on my I'm on my way down. I was really really heavy a couple weeks ago. I'm at three fifteen, uh, which is like um, low compared to what I've been at. So I'm I'm going to be going down. I'm thinking about doing a YouTube series called Newman with Newman. You know what Newman is? Newman is like a weight loss app that I pay for. That's like supposed to be oh really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Newman. N-O-O-M? Yeah. yeah. And I was going to the series Newman with Newman. Yeah, Newman. that's good. That's good. And, right. and just screen record my phone and spend the time like filling out the stuff and uh, just documenting the, the the weight loss process to try to hold myself a little bit more accountable. I've seen it. I've seen it. It said your order's on this way. What are you talking about? Oh, no, that was 360. Never mind. Oh, you talk. Oh, I got I got one of them uh, hoodies from uh, from Dez and, and uh, Jovan. Okay, from the three from their company. They got these uh, they got these retro. I'm, I'm gonna wear it. Hell, I'm wearing 
Shout out to uh, Darnell Smith, uh, live for today. Him and uh, F.A. Uh, a month before, Scott. Uh, shout out to Africans. Obviously, we're talking about Camden America. Shout out to F.A. Uh, their brand. I played football with them at Ball State. This is their brand out of California. Uh, live for today. Colin Brown got one of the shirts. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm... Oh, yeah, so, yeah, I, I'm... I needed new things. I wanted to talk about this. I needed new things, and I was thinking, like, why don't I just buy clothing from yep. people? I, people I, know. I, was, I lost, I was looking at your spread love shirt. Your new I am, I was, I will mm-hmm. series. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to get some of that merch, I need to get some of that stuff, so I'm going to just do that. So I've been, I've been, I wore uh, Sydney's, uh, shout out to yeah. Sky High, skyhigh.com. Uh, uh, Sydney Sky's uh, clothing brand. It's uh, her Dove Matter sh- shirt brands. I got one for Carter and I put that on the gram. Uh, it's so just, it's very, it's I'm very, I'm very impressed. Michelle's great with camera. Uh, I'm very impressed. It's just a good shirt, good slogan. It's good stuff. Like, people are just doing good things. So we can just kind of just, you know, support each other's shit. Like, I was thinking, I was like, I, every new birthday, I get like a new Jordan windbreaker. And I was like, Bro, this time around, I'll just get the, a 360. Yeah. I'm into black designers. There, um, my homie hit me up to this guy, Perry Ellis. Not Perry Ellis. That's a, that's, that's a designer. It is a regular designer. A Burlington Coat Factory staple. Yes, no. Pierre Moss. Pierre Moss. I don't Moss. know Pierre Moss. Or Pie Moss. P-Y-E-R Moss. But um, that's like black designer. Um, real quick. I wanted to just give him some flowers to the brother, uh, Damson Idris. Um, that's the mm-hmm. actor from Snowfall. Um, now, you know, there's a whole trope about black British actors taking Ameri- black American uh, jobs, right? But it's like, they're cheaper, one, because you're a- I don't. That is, that's it, that's, that's it. What? They're not you? I don't, I don't know if you should go down this entire narrative. Like, where have you seen this? We uh, talked about it. I interviewed for two. And uh, read an article. It's a little, it's, it's a thing. Because you don't, you don't notice that. The, like, a lot of the main, like, think of a black protagonist, all right? Or the, like, the lead character. And is he American? Like, who, who's the lead character that's American? Right now, that has done like the regular movie. Chadwick Boseman. Um, uh, Jonathan Majors. Who's that? Uh, Atticus and uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Okay. All right. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Denzel Washington. No. 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 Too old. Yeah. New, 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 new age. Like what new age black male uh, American? I was, was, was going to go Yasha here, uh, who's from Gromish. And Mashallah Ali, I'll give you him. Uh, I said his name wrong. Marsha. Um, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's like. But that's not. That's not a lot, is it? I, well, no, I just so think that's I can't be wrong. No, no, I just don't. I don't. I don't think. I think. Well, I would just say I'm impressed. I'm, I'm more impressed with. Those actors, because they're British, right? Uh, and they're, they. They're I, I, I'm, I'm only pushing back on the cheaper thing. 
because I think like jobs, I, I think TV shows look like that budgets and that star role has a number by it, mm. and whoever gets that number, mm. like I don't think it's cheaper oh, to have. So it's like it don't even matter. Yeah, it's like that's if, if Michael B. Jordan says he's gonna do it, we'd like to have Michael B. Jordan, but if he's like it's not cheaper to have Idris Elba in the film than it is to have. I mean, it probably is, but it's cheap because the budget is lower. Okay, I can dig that. You know what I'm saying? Versus like it being. I can dig that. Well, like okay. I'll dig that. Thinking of it as like. You know, I think it's just dope. I, I wanted, I, again, I, I meant to give them flowers, not to yes. say it's cheaper. I wanted to start out good. Start out trying to give them flowers. Sound like, good. It was. It's good that <laughs> it's good that um, British cats can do that. Like they are real good at acting, right? There's that theater. I'm Brit. I'm a Daniel. Daniel. Well, they, they, there's there's a. Uh, I I my dumb brain goes like, oh, they're probably professionally trained in acting because they have an accent. That may be the case for some. That may not be the case for others. Uh, I know it is for a decent amount of British actors who hit our eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the first thing we saw uh, Daniel K in was Get Out and they had a pay structure that was based off the film's revenue. So like everyone you saw was like a cheaper option. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the, everyone was open to like right. this different way of doing it. So that's why, I'm, that's why I'm not sure. That's why I push back against that specifically because I just think like the best people are getting the thing. But because you do have some like there's a guy who's the Who's the guy? He's a rapper as well as an actor, and he was in uh, The Wire. Uh, Mac Wilds. Okay. Mac Wilds. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, look him up. Look, okay. Mac Wilds. He was in. He's a, he's a rapper, but he also was in. Um, yeah, he was in The Wire, and uh, he had his own show come out. Series a series about like, and he was like. A black cop who shot a white kid, and so like that. Basically, like he's had some opportunities and things. That, his his rap name is Mac Wilds. Okay, um, but he so he's been in some things, mm-hmm. but like it hasn't done well. Mm-hmm. So the series went away. You know what I mean? Like Snowfall. This guy seems to be as much as the narrative is because they're telling the story of free free Ricky Ro- like Ricky Rose Ricky Ro- Rick, the original Rick Ross. Uh, so that narrative is always going to be good, yeah. like the story of this man. But like him being able to act well enough in it to keep it alive for this many seasons, I think it's a testament that he's just really, really good. Yeah. And after like the, the X amount of thing that we've seen, Daniel K. and obviously just won a Gold Globe for Judas and the Black Messiah. It was the last thing we saw him in. Everything the last thing we saw him in is like the best thing. So I think he is just like particularly like really, really good. Mm. Um, but I do think they probably should. They, they probably should give some opportunities to some like American born yeah, black actors. Uh, yeah, but also, like, I just think with Donald Glover is in like Star Wars, yeah. like franchise yeah. stuff, and you know he's from Stone Mountain, Georgia. So, yeah. uh, but and that's another thing. I'm going to start appropriating the language too. All right, I'm going to start going out for a British. I'm like, what does it look like for an American actor to audition for British television? Mm-hmm. And movies, right? I could I could play a a mean bloke. No, 
Charles Thornsbury. Okay, I can't. See, the the, the, the they, British accent is all about the slang. But so they, they don't. They don't slang. <laughs> I yes, because I was my brain went immediately to Estelle, an American boy, mm-hmm. and the different things that she did with that. But like, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people with accents that we let like cross over to the mainstream and stay in the mainstream. Interesting. It just feels that way because like even all these people are popular for doing characters that are American. Like, they're really, really good at doing American accents. Right, right, right. It's like when you hear them talk, you're like, damn, I keep forgetting. Rita Barb. Yeah, I keep forgetting uh, Natalie, uh, Nicole Kidman is Australian. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, Russell Crowe is Australian. Hugh Jackman. Like, like um, what's uh, Gotham City uh, uh, Lieutenant? Or the captain. Uh, ah, Norton. Not Edward. Edward Norton. No, Edward Norton is. No, he's American. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman. Gary, Gary Owen. Owens. Is it Owen? It's Oldman. Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Yes. He's British. He got the little ca- the king the speech. The break too. Dang. And we was talking about the we was talking about the royal family uh, right before this. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't. Yeah, so I think it's probably as competitive as all these fields are for the top. That like, you know, that's why when you see American, you try to root for them. And so everybody was like, you know, wanted O'Shea Jackson Jr. to be the next O'Shea Jackson. <laughs> like, we're like, we're like, can I get more work? Oh, we'll bro, like yeah, like. We'll see. <laughs> He did a great job of playing his dad. Like, let's get him in some more stuff. Right, let's see, let's see, let's see his range a little bit. Right. Um, and that's a good way. It's a it's a perfect way to round about our bit. Yes. We'll get on the lift or elevator, um, and take it upstairs with our thoughts and prayers. Mm. Um, I like to say thoughts and prayers to Megan and Megan Bako and little yes. baby Archie. Um, they 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 probably are going to you know they you see what they did to Princess Diana. Um, Stop! That's Carrie's mom. That's the mom of the. They're living off of that. Did, you, did that take? Did that break that down? Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry let them stay in his house in L.A. when they were getting kicked out by when they were leaving Canada and like were trying to move relocate and didn't have security because security had been pulled from the royal family. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry let them use his security and his house mm-hmm. while they, until they found a place in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Like, Tyler, Tyler Perry pulling up from three, like, just like, okay, mm-hmm. helping the royal family out. But he said they're living off mm-hmm. of, he said they're living off of their, uh, the mother, the money that his mom, Prince Diana, get left him. I mean, even better. Um, you also have to think about, like, I mean, I'm sure. Anyway, you also have to think about this. Ah, where was I going? Oh, I hope it's not like a revenge day. Like he knows that they killed his mother, so he's like, I'm gonna bring a black chick to the house. And that's what happened. It's like all hell's breaking. He no, he seems like he's like a. Well, I I know he, he loves. He seems, yeah, I think yeah. he like. I'm saying so it's that deep seated in him. 
He's like, what is going to make the Well, I think it, what's deep-seated in him is definitely like, well, fuck these months. Uh, you know, like, yeah, F, yeah, the, yeah. F these months. You know what I'm saying? He's probably real cool. He probably seems cool. like, he's this is the most I've ever heard him speak. And I was like, damn, like, this motherfucker's cool. Like, this, he, he, he did it. Like, I, 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 I did him up on the podcast at one point in time because he hemmed up Bob Iger, the CEO of Disney, was like, my wife needs yeah. to be. Yeah, I remember you told me. In, 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 uh, in uh, a voice. Like, yeah, she needs to be, she need be one of them voice actors. Like, like Prince. Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. Stop playing. This ain't no. 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 This Trying to do the pleasantries like now, it's just like calling, calling their grandmother, which is like obviously call somebody to get on the phone, but uh, versus like doing all the your majesties and, and curtsies and mm-hmm. pleasantries. Mm-hmm. Not pleasantries. Well, thoughts and prayers to that. Um, let's yeah. all bring down the racist regimes that exist. What else, man? Oh man, those glasses you're wearing were unbelievable. Um, Probably thoughts and prayers to uh, my father-in-law again. Um, he's having he's having some surgeries to fix his heart, and it's, his diet's got to get cleaned up, and uh, been struggling. But uh, yeah, health. Uh, yeah, it's scary, and people. It's hard to break habits, you know, especially eating habits. We've dealt with that, you know, with our in our family and stuff, but. Um, yeah, so yeah, thoughts and prayers up to him. Um, I was, I was, I, outside of that, I was going to say I didn't, I didn't really have anything, um, but I definitely thought some prayers up to your vehicle situation, your, your tire, uh, your scammer moving around in the city, all like loose bolted tire, because you'll just go, like so you don't like staying anywhere, like you, you might, you move, you know, what I mean, you make the precautions, like you'll, you'll. It's like something's falling. Like, yeah, you'll drive a, a go-kart uh, 30 miles to get somewhere. Because mm-hmm. you can. And you can listen to music as loud as, a, as the thing's shaky. Yeah. But, but I, yeah, so thoughts and prayers up to you in your travels because uh care about you, love you, I want you to be safe. Uh, my niece and nephews need you uh, outside of uh, myself, my mother, father, down the line. Thoughts and prayers up to our father as well. We both we realized we said we haven't talked to him recently. Uh, I'm just crawling out of my social media hole, um, celebrating. I'm, 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 I'm was well, something I saw. This, yeah, I think I talked about it, but it says, uh, "Don't let all right, your fear of being, your fear of looking stupid is holding you back." So I'm, I'm lifting that, and I'm just fine. Like I'm not happy the way I look, so I haven't been posting. I don't want to see my, my titty balls in the light with the shadow and the crevices. But I was like, if I don't like it, I gotta fix it. But I gotta put myself out there to, to not like it because I can just hide behind, you know, not taking pictures of myself. Uh, yeah, I like catfishing people. <laughs> what is that? What? Like, I suck my stuff again for pictures. Oh, 
But it's a real deal. Like, like mom be putting like just random objects in front of her. <laughs> like nobody notices. Like I'm gonna put this sticker here in front of me. And nobody's gonna notice. Gonna oh notice. man! Well, that is episode nineteen, y'all. Right, we'll see y'all on episode twenty. Um, uh, my birthday's coming up. Yes. Be fire, fire. Yes. Um, twenty's gonna drop on the twentieth, uh, and I'm gonna do it as if you're at my birthday. So it's gonna be a mm. birthday podcast on the next. Episode. You have to tell us about your your trip. Yeah. Well, I will. Yep. No, that's gonna be after. That's gonna be episode twenty one. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. Um. Bye bye.